If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello and welcome to Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League Podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. This week we will be joined by comedian and lucky dip manager Rob Beckett to not only discuss his FPL team, but also what's been happening in the world of football this week. Let's just start where we always start, which is dealing with how our teams did in FPL this week. I think, as people know... I had another bad week. I don't think... And people know why. I made a lot of changes. That mm-hmm. cost me 20 points. I captained Kane and Spurs lost 3-0. I brought in Antonio. He got sent off. <laughs> I could go on. It's been terrible for me. We had a tweet from someone this week saying, you guys need a new running gag because every week it's just about Matt being really bad. And I, I couldn't agree more. You know, I would love for something else to step forward and be the dominant story. But you're continuing. I mean, now really, it has to be said, you finally have a, a half-competent team. Mm. Now it's just astounding. Bad luck, bad judgment. What are you, what are you feeling now? Actually feeling quite zen about it. You know, it's almost like when you get yourself overdrawn and then the letters are coming through the door and you think, well, you know, debt's debt, isn't it? I was in debt last week. I'll be in debt next week. You know, you, it, in a way, it, it's almost like having, being in prison and being told by the judge you're going to die there and then they add on another life sentence. You're like, well, I knew that anyway. You know, in a way, it's less um, frustrating. I also mm. do think with these games, you do have to hold your nerve a little bit. And a team that has Fernandez Seller, Kane and Antonio at some point is going to do better than your team. It is getting to the point where we don't need you to come on the podcast live anymore. I could clip you saying that mm. from the last three weeks. I mean, at some point, he's got to come good. It's ludicrous. We've got Fernandez, Salah, Antonio, Benrahma, Kane, Robertson. But I knew this. I knew I was going to lose this week because I made 20 points worth of transfers on what was a bad team anyway. So I was always going to lose. It was expected. There's something quite freeing about that. It hasn't hurt me this week in the same way that it has done previous weeks. So, I mean, he scored 46 this week. I, yeah. I didn't do a lot better. It was not a good week for me. Uh, 57 I scored. But then, of course, you lost 20 points for your substitutions and one for Antonio. So had you not changed your team... It has to be pointed out you would have got 49 points. Uh, So once again, inaction would have actually been the best thing you could have done this week. So once again, your your skill and your intellect has cost you points. You know, I feel like, you know, when people described what Donald Trump had done with his father's inheritance, where they say, actually, if he'd not done anything with it, he'd been better (laughs) off. I'm like that, but with FPL, I'm like some wasteful, posh fool. Some decadent Western pig who, you know, gets handed this thing on the forehead. <laughs> Kane and Fernandes and all that. I mean, if I look at your team, you having Lukaku and captaining him was crucial to you beating me this week. Lukaku alone yielded 26 points. Yeah. Um, so if I look at the rest of your team, actually, you know, Salah got you eight. I had more individual high scorers. It's just that having Lukaku and captaining him was the crucial thing. Let's be positive. I mean, there's t- there are two things that I'm going to say that are positive. One is that for the first time, I think this week, you can say that of your squad, you picked the right team. So you left nothing on the bench. Yes. Your, all your substitutes scored zero with the exception of Basuma who scored three, which is not better than anyone you picked. So you're making the right choices with the team you've picked. And secondly, you get to have a pint with a duck, mate. 
I know I'm really looking forward to that because I've been very busy. <laughs> this week, I've already looked at my diary for when I can have a pint with a duck, like I'm actually meeting a mate. <laughs> oh, I think I might go for a pint with a duck on Saturday evening or maybe Sunday afternoon. So I'm going to do it at the weekend. Have you got a plan? Have you got a, a duck in mind or an area? going to head to the Thames. I think, I mean, part of me was thinking Surbiton, because, well, down near Kingston, because we discussed this before. We know that's where we've seen ducks before. The problem is I'm not really just wandering around with a pint in my hand because I'll drink it and then I'll drink more and more. And I'll just be wandering around drunk trying to find ducks. Trying to explain that to someone is going to be very difficult. What you've done bravely is pick one of the busiest locations where you might find ducks, which I think is is brave on your part. I, I would have been looking for remote locations and then looking to bring a duck there rather than say, where have I been that's heaving? Oh, I know, the River Thames in Kingston. That's where there's a duck and also 20,000 passers-by to see me having a breakdown. I hadn't considered the passers-by element. Actually, at the back of my mind, I'm like, I hope... I don't want to break the law, you know, consuming alcohol at certain parts of the Thames path, maybe against mm. local bylaws. Imagine getting a fixed penalty notice. Imagine if on top of the, uh, the, being bottom of the FPL league, I get an ASBO or a £60 on the spot fine, I get moved on. It would it would continue what is the dominant story, uh, it, uh, sort of a, a layer on top of how bad you are at FPL, the curse of Matt Ford, which it continues. But you've got to look at... You know, the demise of Harry Kane, the demise of Mikel Antonio, literally since you brought him into your team. And it's now spreading out. We've got listeners so afraid of the curse of Matt Ford. I mean, the one that I'm sure will have affected you the most came in from Chris. She's a picture of him, I mean, looking dejected in a, I would say, 20% full city ground. And he's now saying that even the name of your FPL team referencing Nottingham Forest is the reason that your own club are doing so badly. They lost again this week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do not ever bring, <laughs> bring the city ground into this. You have crossed a line, pal. You what do you make of uh, rumours this week that John Terry will be the new manager of Nottingham Forest? For me, would only confirm the curse. Two things. That picture clearly shows a pre-match warm-up. I watched the game on telly. It was a lot busier than that. Secondly, of course I don't want John Terry to be manager of Nottingham Forest. Be a nightmare. Don't bring him <laughs> round here. I know we had him on loan once. That's fine. We didn't know what he was like then. Don't bring him anywhere near us now. Of course, chaos, man. You don't want him. He's denied it. That only confirms that it will happen at some point this week. Um, West Ham fan Mick Cooper says, he says, take your West Ham players out. I'm begging you. What do you make of that? You're, you're ruining people's f- football seasons. I really don't like the idea that I'm getting blamed for this. This is what psychologists call, John, magical thinking. The idea that I have any control. Idea. All right, Hague. What we are seeing, which is entirely consistent with the way that some FPL leagues play out, particularly in the early stages, is an element of chaos due to probability. I mean, what happened this week for a lot of people is they signed Ronaldo and captained him. And and I have to say, of the, let's be honest, millions of people who did that, you know, I, I went wildcard this week. I considered that a bold move. I see a lot of people doing the same. Millions brought in Ronaldo this week. Amongst them, I am sickened to say... None other than the manager of Hemorrhoid Wednesday, Joe Wilkinson, who's made a big deal of our money in the bank, mate. That was an absolute grift. He has now brought in Ronaldo. He's still got Calvert-Lewin in there. He's got Zaha. It's a good team. That that, that very disappointing for me. I knew he was going to do it because if it's one thing the last few years have taught me is never trust men with beards who pretend they don't like money. Because they will always sell out. Oh, I'm just the little guy. I've got a beard. You can trust me. Big decision comes along. They take it every single time. I mean, you can't deny it's worked for him. 80 points this week, up to 258, and now eighth in the league. Um, a couple behind me. I slipped down to sixth this week because of a, you know, a largely, uh, once again, a gamble on Rafinha and Bamford. That did not pay off. Uh, Emily Dean, 65. She stayed third. Top two remain devastatingly, Ian Sterling and Russell Howard now broken the 300 mark along with Emily Dean. Ian Sterling's up to 310. That is, for context, uh, 162 points ahead of you, I think. 
Well done for the maths, mate. You know what? I sound like one of those people at the roulette wheel at 2am. All I need is a couple of rolls to go my way. All I need to do is beat you three or four times and I'm in business. Now, neither of us have Ronaldo. So that is a leveller. I have a mm-hmm. high-scoring pedigree striker in Harry Kane, and you don't. Kane scored three points all season, hasn't he? I mean, it's yeah, dreadful. The season's it's... only a couple of weeks old. This is what the, I'm saying. Is the only the only people who've scored fewer points than Harry Kane is the entire Nottingham Forest squad. I say to the honourable gentleman to judge this team at the end of this term, and I can't put it clearer than that. Now, on Ronaldo, I don't know if you've seen this stuff and what you think about it. Mm. But I saw people. In fact, there was there was a there was a guy at the Forest Cardiff game on Sunday with a sign saying, "Can I have your shirt?" Not for Ronaldo, obviously, he wasn't playing in that game. But when did this start, John? When did people start going to games with a banner saying, "Ronaldo or whoever, can I have your shirt?" When it started going viral online, when it started, because a footballer gets a lot to gain for it. Oh, look how nice he is! He came over after the game. He gave someone his shirt. I, I, I'm not a fan. No. But you've got to say it's an investment. I mean, more famous people than some guy in the crowd have asked for a Ronaldo shirt since he came back to Manchester United. Well, apparently the Queen has. I I don't... I mean, she wasn't at the game holding up a sign. I just think those signs are demeaning. I would never have taken one to a Forest game as a kid. Oi, give me stuff. That's what those signs should say. Give me stuff now. I want stuff. That's what I'm here for. Is it not enough to just watch these people play? People doing this at the crucifixion as Jesus was walking up to Calvary, going, Jesus, sorry to bother you. I know you're in the middle. At the end, could I get a, a nail? Just, I've come all this way. We're massive fans. It's the only time I've ever seen you live. I, I, I don't want to be the wine guy again, but that's a bold, instantly referencing the crucifixion there. You name me a bigger gig in the Bible. Um, Sermon on the Mount? Ooh, do people talk about it as often? Feeding of the 5,000 is a more sort of uh, crowd-like scenario, isn't it? It's more like, gives a bit of that fish. You're going to get some, mate. Don't worry. Okay. No, but there wasn't a buyer then, was there? There wasn't a like, a, do you want a bit? Of, there wasn't eBay. That's what this is all about, isn't it? That's that's a shirt that is going to go at some point on oh, eBay. That's I all that is. of that, the cynical swines. <sighs> and I speak as a man who shelled out for a signed Neil Warnock book this week. So I know what this stuff's worth, you know, four grand. But, you know, uh, we made the promise to Emily that we'd buy her the Neil Warnock book. She'll be getting this next week. She has had another cracking week. Not only uh, whatever the opposite of the curse of Matt Ford is, the sort of the Midas touch of Emily Dean, she, she made a point last week about players being punished for elaborate goal celebrations. Lukaku tweeted this week, having slid on his knees and torn his socks, no more sliding on my knees after yesterday's celebration. So that, I mean, one of the stars of FPL is now picking up on Emily Dean's ideas. She's so influential. Equally, that knee celebration was always going to go out. It looks so perilous. Firstly, you're out of control, so you could hit a horse. You know they do it on a wet pitch? Mm. Also, it hurts. And I know they're fitter than me. But my word, the risk they're taking with the ACL and the injuries they could do to it, all you need is one stray bit of litter and it's nanite knee. I'm smelling a forfeit. I want to see a good <laughs> I want to see a good knee slide. Full kit knee slide. That's gotta be one at some point, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean the problem is now I'm, I'm literally writing this down in my notebook because I know it's me that's gonna have to do it. <laughs> do you want to pencil it in now? Full kit knee slide. Full kit knee slide after the Jack Graylish and then uh, a duck. Ronaldo has had an impact at Manchester United. The United keeper Lee Grant has revealed that at the Manchester United canteen this week, now that Ronaldo's there and he just eats quinoa, avocado and boiled eggs, none of the other United players had any dessert. There was no apple crumble or brownies. Thank God. I mean, it, uh, that menu was a disgrace. I didn't want to make a big deal of it because I'm sick of being the vegan guy. But that was prehistoric menu that was a 70s football era steak pie chips gravy it's taken cristiano ronaldo not a man i appreciate in many uh, ways to come and say hey guys we're athletes why don't we eat something healthy for our bodies and the planet i mean i, I won't say this often but good on him I-, I i would have seen the boiled eggs taken off i went to a we're, we're currently filming uh meet the richardsons we're filming in a location this week opposite. You know when you see a bakery that you know is superb? Oh, yeah. I could smell the pies 
from over the road. I went over, not a single vegan option. I said to the woman, I said, what pies have you got? She said, steak or steak and potato. That was it. That was the two choices. I then said, well, do you know what? I'll just have a coffee because I thought I'm in here now. I said, have you got a coffee? Have you got any non-dairy milk? She said, what? I said, have you got any non-dairy milk? No, no, love. I mean, it, it was humiliating is what it was. I was absolutely livid. Good. So good on Ronaldo. A loaf of bread, a, 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 a balm, a roll, whatever you people call it, some sourdough or something. I'm not just going to have a bread roll. I'm not going to go to a bakery and just have a dry bread roll. I'm not you. You're vegan. This is part of the deal, pal. While I'm getting it off my chest, you know, Lucy doesn't listen to this podcast. I came home. I go. left this morning and she said I'm going to make a lasagna for tea. Vegan lasagna. Lovely. Very exciting. Nice warm tea. So I took that. I was in the bakery. I thought, do you know what? I've got lasagna and chips for tea. I'm all right, mate. I come home, no chips. What? The lasagna, she said, I've not made a lasagna for a while and I forgot how to do it. So I used all the lasagna sheets. What? So there's 10 layers of pasta and three layers of... It was like eating a a wet book. It was... (laughs) It was not good. I don't, you know, I don't want to cause ructions in the marriage. It was a disgusting piece of work. It really was. But, But surely... Ten sheets, there'd be no space for anything else. She must have gone like pasta, 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 vegan white sauce, pasta, 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 lentil bolognese, pasta, 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 white sauce, in the oven for three to four weeks. I mean, it was a difficult (laughs) meal. I'm not going to lie to you. I've not had a good day, food-wise. Did Um, you have to eat it? And did you say anything to her that might next time result in it not being cooked that way? I did what all... Good partners do. I thanked her for the meal. I said it was delicious. And then I snuck off to do a podcast where I tell tens of thousands of complete strangers that she cooks shit food. And I will do the same again next week. Are you hungry? Yeah, I'm going to come off this podcast and I'm going to order some burger and chips to be delivered to the house. And I think eating a lot of crap before I go to bed will will make me feel better in the short term. It does though. It really, really. I actually don't think you can beat a burger at night. We had a burger. We had a Burger King last Wednesday. Vegan, by the way, fantastic. And I was just like, I should do this every not every Wednesday. <laughs> well, really, I was like, That's a great meal to go to bed on. You know what I felt like? This must be what it was like to be a child in the eight. I mean, obviously, I was a child in the eighties, but we had very healthy food in my house. I you thought, weren't allowed brightly coloured food, were you, because of your your eczema? Is that I right? Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, the only juice I was allowed was very weak apple juice. You always <laughs> laugh when I tell you this. The spaghetti bolognese my mum used to make had no tomatoes in it, no tin tomatoes. It was just cooked mints on wholemeal spaghetti. I was. I had a lot of allergies as a kid, and my flesh is still red raw as a result. But and your mum decided that vitamins were the culprit. You may only eat grey food until such time as your skin heals itself. You know what? I remember once. This is so odd. It's such an odd specific memory. I remember one of those things where obviously my sister had tomato, tin tomatoes in hers. (laughs) And I said to my mum, it was one of those things where we were kind of prickling, but not majorly. And um, my sister was, oh, how's your (laughs) spaghetti bolognese? And I went... Well, actually, mum's made the carrots taste of tomatoes, haven't you, mum? My mum just went, no. I was like, ah, oh. the shame of that, that she didn't back me up just on that little thing. I was like, well, now the relationship is set, mother. Oh, my God. That, I've known you a long time. Repent. That's the closest I've ever come to weeping for you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely am thrilled by the demise of your fantasy and real-life football team this season. It gives me strength in dark moments. But the sentence, Mum's made the carrots taste like tomatoes, haven't you, Mum? No. I mean, that is... Oh, my God. Yeah. That, that's going to stay with me a long time. What did you think she'd done? It did taste a little, they were obviously just sweet. You know, when you cook carrots and they go sweet, that was it. But to my palate, only used to very weak apple juice and cooked <laughs> mints and onions. <laughs> Let's talk to another global icon. Uh, if you have a teller, you'll have seen him competing in pretty much every sport going. So let's find out how good he is at FPL uh, away from his... Marriage to Ramesh Ranganathan. He joins us now. It's manager of Lucky Dip, Rob Beckett. (laughs) 
We're joined now by Rob Beckett. Rob, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. I, I didn't realise I'd phoned into LBC. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, the manager of Lucky Dip, who oh, are yes. above me in the league. Welcome to Comedians Playing FPL. Well, I'm so excited to be here. And first things first, you must be so <laughs> shit at fantasy <laughs> What is the point? You should just give up. How are you that low? Don't say that. No, but you are, you're dread. I, I've literally, well, first of all, I did, when we did the pilot for this, I did a team full of blonde people mm-hmm. and they sort of did all right one week, didn't we? I, I tried to do blonde people again, but I ran out of time. So I just did Lucky Dip because I don't really care about fantasy football. I think, I think were you, were you sort of bottom of the league? I think that sort of comment might harm us. But the fact that you've, you've made it explicit that you don't <laughs> care. Matt Ford yeah. is doing this as a job and you are ahead of him. <laughs> yeah. By 40 points. And it's also, remarkable. It's not like Lucky Dip fed me a good hand and I've been really lucky with the dip. My team's shit as well. So what are you, is it, you actively trying to finish at the bottom, Matt? Oh, man. You, I'm what, getting what you this doing? on Twitter. I don't need it from a friend in this realm. I've, <laughs> I've, I've made what? big changes. I panicked and made big changes, but my team <laughs> has Fernandez, Salah, Kane and Antonio in it. So it's only a matter of time before it starts to do well, surely. No, do you know what you are? You're one of those people that someone scores, so you put them in their team, and yeah. then they don't score the next. And you're constantly chasing your sale. I've just, I've just seen. I've got, got Sigurdsson in my team. That's probably just nip him out. I didn't. Yeah, realize. you're right. Stri- it, it, it's a team of a man who literally picked it week one and hasn't touched it. Is that fair? hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly what's happened. Because I, I can't play fantasy football. It stresses me out too much. It's too difficult. It takes up too much time. It's like Tell a part time job. Mate. I just thought I, I, I can't, I can't do the admin of the stats. So I pick a dream and I go for it. But it's like a part-time job. I can't keep up. I've got a, I've got two kids. I barely have time to do my job. Never mind go, oh, I've just got to sort out a left back because the, 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 the clock's ticking. It's too much, it- there's enough stress in my life. I find it too much pressure. So I pick a team. I'm very much, I'm not a tinkerer. I pick my team at the start of the year and that's what's happening. Whatever, or what, what, what may come. How does it feel, Matt, to be behind someone who played a lucky dip and hasn't touched it for now four game weeks, yeah. and you, you're trailing yeah. that person by 40 points. It's, it's pretty humiliating. Should I, should I do another full lucky dip? Can I do that? I think you could probably use your wild card and then lucky dip again. Yeah, Don't absolutely. Help Don't help him. This is my chance to go above <laughs> someone in the league. Um, what you have to do is make as many transfers as you possibly Spend as much money as you can. How do you do transfers then? <laughs> you... Uh, click you on not? a player. Um, you'll get one free a week. So you'll, you'll have two. You're allowed to roll over one. So you'll have two that you could make straight away. Okay. Or you could just click as many as you like and then click use wild cards and they count for free. Oh, wow. Well, if I might do that. Wild card. Shall I do, shall I do that? So- <laughs> I do love the idea of you not touching it at all. Uh, oh. You've got Gabriel Jesus, which is good. You've got Timo Werner. That's He's good. He's only going to play in the Car- Carling Cup, though, isn't he? You've got Alonso at the back, Zaha. I mean, it's not a bad team. It's not uh, bad, is Barnes, it? But, That's a um, good point, actually. Can we just accept that I'm behind a, a pretty good team? <laughs> <laughs> it's not called yeah. Lucky Dip for no reason. It's proven. Yeah, but uh, one of my good. players has literally not played all season for a number of reasons. Yeah. So, like, that is bad, yeah. isn't it? It's basically a five-a-side team. You're losing to a five-a-side team. Go. Look, should we do this? Can we do this live now, then? Yeah, it's got play... Yeah, let's talk us through. Let's talk play us through what, if I press live. play wildcard now, that means I can do as many transfers as I want. Yeah. Absolutely, and they'll, they'll cost you zero. So activate your wildcard. You must be making enough proposals. Right. So make the substitutions first, okay. basically. Okay, sure. Okay, so Sigurdsson out. Remove player. This is exciting. I want, I want Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, okay. what? <laughs> And this is the point where I stop. Or do we do full lucky dip again? And then I do auto pick. This is the first time we've interviewed a guest who is literally picking their team for for the second time. No, it's intriguing. Again, the fact that you're beating Matthew makes this music to my ears. Okay, so what I'm going to do is again, right? So I'm going to remove all players and then do lucky dip again. Yes. That's, I think that's the oh, way. This is we'll exciting. This is exciting, isn't it? Let's find out who you get. Here we go. So auto pick. I've done it. Play wild card. These transfers will be active for game week five and will deduct 52 points from your score. Oh, no, no. Oh. No, play your free hit to make unlimited <sighs> free transfers. God, I was so close. And a free hit, free hit will only change the team for one week. I would go, but you can definitely make as many substitutions as you want under the wild card and they will stay. If you use the free hit, the team will change for this week and then it will revert back to... Oh, I might take the 52-point hit. I mean, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
Is Did this I... bad? Is this ruined the no, format? No, 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 please do it. Please do it. Please, <laughs> please do it. But then, but I'm going to play the wild card because if I yes. still beat Matt Ford, yeah, with Are a 52-point you... deduction. How many <laughs> points have you got, Matt? Um, I'm on 139. You're on 157. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just let me know when you've done it? What do you think, John? Yours seems to be in charge of this. Get it signed off. <laughs> Do it. I mean, it depends on whether you want the race to be between you and Matt Ford or you and yourself or you and the rest of the league. I, I want to beat Matt Ford with a 52-point deduction. Well, then you've got to hit that button. I've done it. Here we go. Confirm and play. Here we go. Do you want to know my team? I've done it. Yeah. So where are we in the league now? You are now. I mean, with that deduction, you are second bottom. You are still ahead of Sean Walsh, (laughs) who's taken a has taken a similar sort of approach to you, but joined late. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. So I've lost. I've lost a lot of points here, but I think my team's great now. Okay. So do you want to know my team? (laughs) Yes, please. Okay. So in goal. I've got um, Liverpool's reserve keeper. Okay. Right. No. Um, uh, right back, Diaz. Ruben okay. Diaz. Yeah, oh, very lovely. Good. Great shot. I've got Reese James. Oh, man. Yeah. Laporte. Okay. And Cucurella. And then I've got, um, Dem- is it Gray for Everton? Oh, yeah. that's a great shout. He was a game changer this week. Lovely. Um, Gallagher, Palace. Connor Gallagher. Good shout. He's a youngster, isn't Again, he? Again, a good score a couple of weeks ago. Mason Greenwood. Oh, man. But that's fantastic. Torres from Man City. Oh, my God. Oh, Torres is playing as a sort of makeshift striker for Man City. So if you've got him in midfield, that's another great shout yeah, in, in terms of FBL. Yes, thank you. I thought that. And then captain up top, Ronaldo. Oh, what? Oh, I got Ronaldo wow. on the lucky dip. Oh, wow. Matt, how does it feel to lose to someone who hasn't touched their team and then took a 50-point deduction when they didn't need to? Well, don't forget, part of the reason I am where I am in the league is because I also made a similar move. Um, wow. So I, I took a 20-point hit to make crucial changes to basically get Antonio in. I think I might start getting into this just to beat you now. Oh, man. Just... <laughs> Come on. Is it exciting to listen to someone do their team or not? Well, less so for me because my fear now is that with Ronaldo, you've significantly improved your chances of beating me every week. <laughs> We do offer we offer our uh, the guest each week a prize. Oh, um, yeah. They sort of get to pick. Um, Joe Wilkinson could have had a crate of Stones beer yep. after his uh, transfer of John Stones that week. By her choice, Emily Dean picked a signed Neil Warnock. I think given the luck you've had, you've picked a lucky dip and you've taken Cristiano Ronaldo up front. Mm-hmm. I think this week, if you if you do beat us in the league, I will buy you 10 lucky dip lottery tickets. Safe oh. knowledge that you're probably going to win the lottery as well. Wow, that imagine if I did. That would be great. I'd definitely come on for a follow-up, Ep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, live from Ibiza, from his villa. I'd be annoyed if you didn't come back. Unless you were on the plane, <laughs> I would be Never returned your off. call ever again. <laughs> <laughs> he's dropped 27 million and uh, he's not returning our calls. And they're just with Wayne Lineker chatting about Leicester's left-back to see if uh, he's worth it in the team. <laughs> yeah. But, you yeah, know, that's my team sorted now. I've got the Liverpool reserve keeper, Diaz, um, Rhys James, Laporte, midfield, Gray, Gallagher, Greenwood, Torres, Fauna, Fornaus from West Ham, and Edward and Ronaldo up front. Edward came in this week and scored with his first touch oh, in yeah. Premier League football. I oh, mean, wow. you've been dealt a very good team. Oh, we have. I want to try and have a look at, try and work out what Matt's problem is. Um, obviously, not, oh, not don't, in, mate. Not in I've general. been doing that for 15 years. <laughs> it's the speed of his eating, isn't it, John? <laughs> It's, it is. His body what? can't cope with it. He cannot Why digest are you bringing it. this up now? It's like Labrador that's like aged. You know, like an old Labrador that still has the energy and enthusiasm to eat like a, a pup, but he's, he's bumping on. I, what, it's what like when it? you see, a, you know, when you see like a, a giant snake will eat like a cow yeah. and you just watch it move down their body. He eats without chewing. So at some point that food just reaches his heart <laughs> and his body just shuts down. You know what? My girlfriend told me off this week because I ate a carrot so quick it gave me hiccups. <laughs> but I was sad. I ate it laying down. I ate it on my back. So I didn't sit up properly to eat it. I was sad as a tea. Eating this carrot. Just going, oh, God. <laughs> Slow down. When, you haven't even ever seen me eat anyway, Beckett, so I don't know I what you're going on about. When he did, bro, I've always got up to eat you. He's got that Japanese oh, plate yeah. and you gobble it oh, all yeah. up, then I go and have a lie down. 
Oh, that time we had the Chinese with our bare hands. Yes, after we did the London Palladium, you oh, you were off your face. And I, we was with my wife Lou at the time. Well, no, she's still my wife, but <laughs> <laughs> and you were so pissed, you started eating chow mein with your fingers. And then the other time we went out on drinking all day, and you went, "Oh, I can't drink actually because I'm on some sort of antibiotics or something that's wrong with you." And then you were like, "No, let's go for a beer actually. Let's go for a beer." We had like ten pints. Then we got loads of ice cream and went to the cinema to watch. What film was that? Elysium. Elysium. And we're sitting there, and Matt's eating everything. He's got popcorn, ice cream, chocolate, so loud, like a dog. Like you've given a dog, you've given a dog food. And then we're sitting there. It's all quiet. It's about twenty quid a ticket because it's in Leicester Square and loads of weird people on dates. Anyway, he finishes all his food, drinks a big can of coke, and sits back and goes, and does a massive burp like Homer Simpson. And then someone in the cinema goes. Really? And then Matt goes, yeah, really. <laughs> and then falls asleep for two hours. I missed the whole film. The number of people who've been upset by your body who couldn't see it at the time. <laughs> it reminds me of the, the gig we went to. Was it the Leisure Society oh, where you no, no. Fought, you did a fart that was so bad the band had to stop? <laughs> what? Yeah, stop the gig. So they were like, it basically. Oh man, my diet was bad at the time. I I let one go, and at the moment it was out, I was oh, like, that is a that's a bad one. I, you know what? The, the sting of regret was immediate. I was like, this is going to cause problems now. I need to think fast about how I deal with this fast change of the. Anyway, people at the bar start going, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and then the band were like, the thought of fight had broken out. People were like getting so mad about it. And the band literally stopped playing and went, sorry, what's going on at the back there? And I just remember a woman going, someone has done this. I was like, they're not going to, they're going to question all of us. I was so scared. I was going to get like beats or something. So. Someone, Someone has, has done, this. done this. Matt, as well as your rotten guts, you were quite lucky just to get hiccups from eating a carrot because Danny, yeah. producer, shared this article that a footballer um, broke his jaw whilst eating a carrot and was ruled out for weeks. <gasps> wow. Whoa. See? Yeah. So actually, it, 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 it could have maybe... <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> ready for the remix. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> could have. See, they are bad for you. I told you. So it's not just me, actually. It's not just me. It's these carrots. This is what you do, though. You you eat so badly that the food you pick and your technique are so bad that you then blame food. You think there's something. It's like when we go out for a few beers. You've got this idea that food ruins fun. And I've seen, I thought you were going to punch me in the street once for suggesting that after about eight pints we might have some food. And you went, we might as well go home then. Because you just think everybody eats at the volume and speed that you do, that they then go into a coma. Like, it is possible to have some chips. No, I'm going to have to side with uh, tacos. I'm going to have to side with Matt here. If yes. you do eat, eat before you go out, Have you know, line your yes. stomach, by all means. If you eat on the night out, it's the end of the night. It's over. <laughs> it's totally over. You're like a lion. Because but you, you just not... immediately nod off. I can't believe I'm taking abuse from somebody who eats so fast their body shuts down and a man who ate behind a bin watching a police car recently after <laughs> after an England game. And I'm getting advice on how I should eat. That was over, wasn't it? It was the end of the night, yeah, absolutely. That was the end of the night. Rob, this is usually the point at Sorry. which we ask our guest, yeah. uh, you know, how would you like to improve FPL? Mm. Uh, how how would you, who would you like to beat in the league? I think it's clear. Yeah. You, you've made your choices. Yeah, I, I want to um, beat Matt Ford. I don't care where I come, as long as I beat Matt Ford with with a 50, what, two point deduction. But yeah, if I can beat Matt Ford, that'd be great per, from, on a personal level. Um, okay. But you, you've really got to sort yourself out. You can't, it sort of undermines the podcast a little bit if, you know, yeah. it's the equivalent yeah. of me doing a parenting podcast, but the social services have taken my children away. <laughs> Isn't it? It's like, I'll be honest. It, it, I, I am regretting the way it's gone because <laughs> this was meant to be a kind of joyous ebb and flow that the pendulum would swing. 
uh, week by week. And obviously, it's been so bad that the podcast really has become about how much of a loser I am. And that's not comfortable for me or my loved ones. You've already got one of those podcasts, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) You've got to double up. But But if you do beat me at the end of the season, Beckett, I promise you this as a friend, I will take you out, and it'll all be on me. I'll take you out for 10 pints, ice cream, and a film of your choice. Oh, that sounds like an absolute dream. Rob, I can't thank you enough for joining us. Um, Good luck this week with your brand new team. Thank you very much. I'm very excited, actually, now. I feel like not only was I beating Matt, I can beat him twice. Yeah, because you know well, I've already beaten once, and I now because it, it's a win-win for me. Because if you are above me in the league, Matt, it's like, oh, of course, it was a fifty-odd point deduction. So mm. who cares? But then if I if I if I win, it really adds some peril. Are you actually all jokes aside? Are you actually like bothering to check your team and do stuff and I research can't it? Have another conversation like this. <laughs> Matt, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm having them all the time. I'm, I'm having them all the time. Sorry, I, but that I was can't tell you. God, how long did you spend it? All on it? week. I can feel I like Graham say- Taylor. I've been driven to distraction <laughs> by it. Can I just answer for you, if I may predict what you're about <laughs> to say? A team with Salah, Fernandez, Kane, <laughs> and Antonio has to come good. I got Gascoigne, I got Lineker, I've got them all. <laughs> we will win in Sweden. We'll beat them. <laughs> Rob, thank you oh, very much. Thank you very much, lads. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for coming out. Cheers. Cheers, Take mate. Care, mate. Bye. Rob Beckett there, who hopefully, I mean, if I get overtaken by him after that points deduction, I, it's almost, uh, I feel like I, I, I'm not credible in this arena. I mean, the fact that he was already beating you having done nothing. I mean, it, there's use, I, I thought twice about using my wildcard chip this early, but to not use it and to just take a 57 point deduction because you can't be bothered to click a few more buttons and work <laughs> out how. It's sort of usually on a podcast, you'd be like, well, you know, you should take it a bit more seriously because obviously, you know, that's what it's all about. But the fact that he's taking it so not seriously and still might beat you is is actually a truly remarkable story. I feel like a foreign minister trying to understand how to beat a terror cell. I'm like, these guys genuinely don't care. How do you get to them? Because they're prepared to to blow themselves to hell. Do you know what I mean? I'm just like... How can I beat this guy? Because actually, even if I beat him, he says, well, I had the points deduction. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, uh, even my victory will be taken up. My vi- what he's been able to do is frame any victory I have as a form of defeat. And that is that makes him a remarkable and phenomenal, formidable campaigner. Are you, you're, st- you're not going to have Ronaldo. Can I, get, can I get that on the record? You're not going to pick Ronaldo in your team. Well, I, the problem is I can't afford to make any more changes, can I? I can't afford to bring him in yet. Because I need to kind of work that 20-point deduction through for a few weeks so that I can try and beat you at least one game week. It's not a moral objection to Cristiano Ronaldo. It's not to do with what he eats or the way he lives his life. No, it's, it's purely outlay. It's, I've, I've taken on that points deduction. I've got Kane, Salah, Fernandez. <laughs> you can't do it again. Antonio, they are big points, guys. I'm just going to see how they do. I mean, there are things about Ronaldo that slightly concern me. Apparently. Mm. Instead of having just a good night's sleep, he has five 90-minute naps throughout the day. Yeah. That doesn't strike you as weird. Well, I saw a thing on this morning uh, ages ago where you're supposed to do that. And obviously on this morning, he's talking to Eamon and Ruth. And when you see it there, you think, oh, this is silly. And then when you see someone with Cristiano Ronaldo's body doing it, you think there must be something in it. No. I mean, I, I think I sleep in five 90-minute blocks anyway. I reckon I get up for two or three wees in the night. So I'm pretty much sleeping like Ronaldo. But every hour and a half I'm on my feet, partly because of my age, partly because I consume so much liquid during the day. I reckon I have 15 <laughs> pints a day, easy. You know people say, oh, 15 just... pints? Easy. Easy. What is that, eight litres? Oh, man, easy, easy, easy. You know when I just sit down to have my evening meal, I'll have four or five pints of water just at that. I get so... Why? I'm always thirsty, John. I'm always Why? Thirsty. I like it. Remember when I told you water was my favourite drink and you thought I was winding you up? I think it's it, I, it speaks of a man who just doesn't like flavour. What do you like? The absence of taste. What's your favourite food? Just potatoes. Do you think this goes back to the food that my mother gave me as a child? <laughs> well, we know Ronaldo is, of course, a, a big drinker of, as he calls it, agua. <laughs> Um, doesn't want, want to entertain the agua. 
um, won't entertain the other drinks. Yeah. Do you say that when you you just got water? No, I let the tap run for a long time because I live in I London. know you do. This drives me mad what? as a as a as an eco tosspot. I've been round your house. I've heard you. I mean, you could have a shower with the water that you run away. I like it really cold. Yeah. Put it in the fridge. What you have to remember is when you run the tap in London, it never fully gets cold. And the first five or six pints out of the tap are probably sewage laden. It's thick and warm. Five or six pints. It's thick as milkshake when it comes out that tap. I'm not drinking that. You don't want You're water. wasting so much water. It's, oh, it's, that's not water. The stuff that initially comes out is not water. You've got to pull that through the pumps. Get the rats out. Three or four rats plop out first. <laughs> then they're slurry. Yeah, then you have your nice cold water that you need. That's fine. If you say so. There's also another strange detail about his sleeping patterns. He always mm. sleeps on fresh sheets. Now, that oh. must drive you mad as a as an eco guy. Well, that's f- what, f- including for his five sleeps a day. Every day he has fresh sheets. Every day. I understand why. Uh, there are very few p- pleasures in life as satisfying as fresh bedding. Yeah. I've got two words that's going to change your life in that realm. Lenore Unstoppables. <laughs> I don't know if you've used them before, John. No. What are they? These are these little pellets that you put in your wash, and they give it a stench that is so oh. profound that it basically smells like clean laundry, but on steroids. It's like roided yeah. up laundry stench. And as a man who has, you know, you have asthma, you have skin complaints, that is a weapons-grade chemical that is making your sheets smell like that. But you can't be breathing that in, mate. Do you think it might be bad for my lungs? You start the day by spraying about four litres of Lynx Africa under your armpits. Then you're putting these pellets of the, uh, even Saddam Hussein wouldn't have gone near onto your bedding. I'm worried about it. I think it's affecting your FPL selections. I like to sm- Oh, now. <laughs> Could it? Could actually this poor decision making of mine be yeah. as a result of inhaling the Nor Unstoppables? And well, let's not yeah. let's not just name Lenore for fear of Africa. legal action from the makers of Lenore Unstoppables. But you know, perhaps use a, a fabric softener that is stoppable at some point. I would say, and then work your way down. I would say to you and Ronaldo, if what is happening in your bedding is meaning you're having to change the sheets that regularly, I mean, if I'm going to bed five times a day and I've always got to wash the sheets, that says to me he's bed he's pissing the bed he's sweating through it maybe he drinks as much water as you and he sweats through it i i take pride in the fact that i wash my bedding twice a year and i think that's evidence <laughs> that I'm, a, I'm an ultimately clean man who doesn't sweat and i know saying you don't sweat is again not the sort of reference point you want in modern society mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not something that people who don't have problems say but you know if you've got to change the bedding that much you've got problems I bet his sweat doesn't smell like mine. You know, um, obviously, with having I bet it doesn't. Gout, I didn't consume alcohol for 200 days. I would notice when I'd sort of, if I drank two or three nights on the trot and then had to go to a meeting after that. On the trot. Yeah. I would notice that when I perspired <laughs> my armpits, when they came through my polo shirt, my BO smelled of biscuits. And it oh my baffled me, God. and then I figured it out. I just think it was the kind of barley in the beer. It smelled like digestives. It's quite a pleasant smell. I think you have synesthesia on a sort of mild level. Your reaction to colours, smells, tastes, it's too intense. You, you have such visceral reactions, as anyone who watched the Chili Chip Challenge will have seen. You are, you are absolutely dictated to by your senses. Yeah, that makes me a less likely to be killed on, you know, the, the Serengeti or in the desert. <laughs> so Rob Beckett stands to uh, win a, uh, a batch of Lucky Dip lottery tickets this week. Yeah. Uh, Emily Dean will be receiving her Neil Warnock signed book. Um, and in terms of forfeit, where did we end up this week? So um, I've got to have a pint with a duck and then the loser of this week has to do the Jack Grealish lookalike Post. It's the Jack Grealish look, which I just don't have the hair for, so I have to buy some sort of hair piece. Um, keep your ideas for forfeits. We we enjoy reading them. Plenty go on the list for later in the season, so you can tweet those at comediansfpl or you can email hello 
or at cpfpl.com. Okay, let's hit the post with some of the messages you've been sending. You can email us hello at cpfpl.com. You can tweet us at comediansfpl. We've had an email from Milo. He says, hello. Hello, Milo. My dad's local pub. <laughs> Why are you doing this so weird? What is it weird? It'd be nice. Are you making it sound like a threat? He says, hello. Well, hello to you, Milo. Do you ever interact with normal that people? That was not my intention. I was just letting his message. Oh, hello, Milo. Let me. <laughs> Thanks for your email. I thought I was being nice. I didn't mean to sound... Milo, I certainly did not mean to sound threatening or weird in any way. Milo's email says... All right, mate. My dad's local pub has an FPL league where they take it really seriously. First place gets 100 quid. What might be of interest is that whoever finishes bottom of the league gets barred from the pub, actually barred for the whole year. After listening to the Duck episode last week, I thought this might be good inspiration for a forfeit. Cheers, Milo. What? Oh, my God, that's horrific. That's not worth playing. Don't play it if that's the cost to be barred for a year. I mean, that's a very confident landlord who's willing to sort of write off customers. You know, for a landlord to say whoever's bottom of the league... You can't spend loads of money in the pub. It's remarkable. It's stupid. I mean, I think that landlord has made a terrible, terrible decision. If you come up with a business model, can I imagine if you did the pub quiz like that? Okay, the winners get £50 and uh, two Sunday roasts. The losers are barred for life. <laughs> you know, this is stupid. Are you mad? It would make you take it seriously, though. I mean, if I was to if I was to say to you, you can't go into a pub for a year if you finish bottom of this league. Do you think you'd play better, or, well, or do you think you'd just be more scared? You'd go on full. That's tail. the wrong question. The question is, would you ever go back to a pub that barred you for finishing bottom of an FPL league? And I think the answer is no. You go, but okay, I'll go to the one next door, mate. I don't know if you've been to Britain recently. There's a lot of pubs here. There's plenty knocking about, pal. I'm going to go and drink in that other one. I hope it's a sort of really remote community where there isn't <gasps> another pub in walkable distance. I have an idea, though. And that they're just... We could go to the pub. Yeah. We could go to that pub. Milo, yes. email us. Hello at cpfpl.com. And we're going to come. You aren't getting in. You what? You aren't getting in. If whoever finishes bottom of their league, presumably on double the points you're on, you won't even be allowed to park in the car park, Let's mate. do an OB. Let's do an outside broadcast live. Oh, here we go. Milo's... Yeah, let's do an OB. Thanks, Noel Edmonds. <laughs> I don't think that's a great idea, though. So, Milo, if you're listening, get back in touch. Tell us the pub. Um, and then we'll make a value judgment. We'll Google it. We'll probably have a look at some images and decide if it's the sort of pub we might get our heads kicked in. We might just go during the day. You People don't often get their... You don't see pub fights a lot during the day. We might just go on a Tuesday afternoon. Quick pint. Would be good to get this podcast on tour, though, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? Oh... Be True FBL's been in touch. He says a forfeit idea after yes. this episode is to do the Cardi B WAP dance. I don't know this dance. Oh, um, that explains you what the song was it, before. Is it sexually graphic? I mean, yeah, it involves... Uh, um, I think if I can mute the video and watch the WAP dance now and decide if I'm, if I'm okay. willing to partake of this forfeit. Oh, oh! No. What happened there? No, they're doing the splits all the time. It's phys- Have you seen the WAP dance? Um, hold on, let me have a look. I thought I had. I mean, I'd need stitches. It's all bending their legs over their heads. Well, you should do it. I, I physically can't do it. I, mean, I find it physically impossible. That bit I could do, the sort of arms. Oh, and there's miming of having a big willy and putting it somewhere, I think. I'm not the best at sort of interpreting dance. Oh, no, it's too physical. It's too you physical. You could have a go at it, couldn't you? Oh, no. I hate how happy they look. What? That's not. I'm just really enjoying how athletic and fit they are and bending their legs all over the place. That whap. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I I, just. I've paused it so I don't have to watch anymore. And I'm looking at a man, and I could, I could tell you whether he has piles or not. (laughs) Put it that way. From the angle his leg has gone to. He looks like he's about to kick himself in the face, and I could count how many hemorrhoids. <laughs> I mean, absolutely disgusting. I can't do that. You watching the WAP video and just hearing you watch it was... You sounded really old. 
I I feel really old. I just because I I don't mind. It's not the humiliation element. I don't mind. I don't want it to sound like oh I don't want to do forfeits that are embarrassing. It's just the it's like watching a different species. I'm, I just think my body cannot do those things. Well, I, I I physically cannot do that, and it does make me feel like I'm about to shuffle off this mortal the coil. The more you say stuff like that, the more people are going to want to see you do it. So let's just keep that as a potential end of season forfeit. That okay, goes in the fine. big boy box. That goes in the that's too big for a weekly forfeit one of us potentially at the end of this season will have to do in full recreating shot for shot the wap video i and i if we're talking about forfeits as well we should also talk about rewards it's carrot and stick um i know for you the carrot itself is a stick because you eat it in a way that might choke you to death lying flat on your back at 70 miles an hour but uh, we've had a, a message from Dave regarding the the fan league. Who says any chance of a, a fan league prize, Ooh. which I think is a really good idea. His suggestion is that the winner of the fan league gets to be in next season's comedians league. Um, he says not likely for me as my Irish dangers at five hundred eighty seventh at present, but still doing better than Matt Ford on points. Um, so yeah, I think we will definitely. We, there's got to be a prize for the winner of the fan league. At the moment, it's still Ben Ramanana. Uh, top of the fan league. New teams coming in this week. Heavily Bamford influenced. Bamford Mondeo uh, have entered the league this week. That's Ross Hunter's team and Bamford and Sons, uh, Cordelia's team. And this is my favourite of the new team names. Me, as in Ben Me, my Delph and I <gasps> by Ollie Haig. That is, that's a wonderful bit of work. Wow. That really is. You know, with each name there, that was like being lowered cold, deeper into a cold bath. Each word took my breath yeah. away more than the previous one. That was superb. Yeah, superb punning, and a, a, probably a fan a fan prize at the end for whoever finishes top of the league and the best name in the league, um, because some of those are absolutely superb. Totally agree. And maybe it could be something like we take them for a pint with a duck, or we take them to yeah. Milo's dad's pub if it's within distance you know it could be a nice thing where maybe they get to stitch my nutsack back together after i do the wap dance at the end of the series or they get to chop it open in the first place then i stitch it back together uh i mean it's gonna come apart anyway you you speak to someone who hasn't watched the video if i do that i'm I'm gonna be spliced in twain to use uh, some, some nice language about the idea of my testicles being ripped into what a lovely image to leave everyone with. That's all we've got time for. Good luck in game week five, which starts with Newcastle taking on Leeds in the Friday night game. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Remember to keep sending us any peculiar football stories you want us to discuss, forfeit or prize suggestions, or any questions for our guests. Tweet us at ComediansFPL or email us hello at cpfpl.com. <laughs> And remember to like and subscribe the podcast. Join us next week. We'll be checking in on how Rob's brand new team has done. And we'll be talking to comedian and ex-housemate of mine, Russell Howard. That's very exciting. And if you are going to like and subscribe, leave a review as well. And if you're going to leave a review, why wouldn't you give us a five star? Look inside yourself and say, if I've got this far, I'm clearly enjoying it. Chuck us a five. Write something nice. It just helps... Other FPL guys find us, and that's what we're here for. (laughs) I think you are close to being shunned by the FPL community, but I would like to build an audience of people who have had uh, alcohol experiences with a duck. So um, good luck with that this week, old friend. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week to find out who will be putting out a picture of themselves dressed as Jack Graylish. Bye! Bye.